Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness. This is the Magical Curiosities Edition with Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Nice to see you again. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. And today, um, the topic we wanted to cover was how do you communicate with the universe and what is that like for you guys and how do you see that as your magic and also what lens are you looking um life with is this the real everything has to be in this real realm or do you have a lens that you can also connect to sort of the unreal part of this reality which um you know my favorite uh, line my tagline is transform your reality choose to see magic and i wholeheartedly believe that seeing magic and communicating communicating with nature and receiving messages um it is a choice to be seeing that magic and connecting with it on a daily basis on a moment-to-moment basis and letting things flow and you know we all have choice and so what are you choosing to see and receive and um, to help you shift and transform your life so that's the topic for today what are your thoughts sarah it's well i mean this is sort of exactly everything that we've worked on together right and i mean this is that perspective shift that I needed to be able to get kind of unburied from all of the concepts that I was holding on to as somehow it gave me some sort of feeling of stability, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it felt scary to let go of sort of the hyper rational, hyper pragmatic sort of part of myself. Um, and ultimately it was all as everything, right? It was buried in fear as we mm-hmm. talk about a lot. And really one of the biggest fears was what the perception of other people was going to be, right? Yeah. Um, and I think none of us want to feel like that ostracized crazy person who, you know, talks to the trees or <laughs> believes that animals visit them, like to give them messages, you know, <laughs> like it's some, um, I feel like, um, that that fear holds honestly most of the people that I talk to back like that's like a huge thing so it is and um I'm glad you brought it that brought in that fear perspective because um and that's the transformation that we need to do where um you know I everybody knows I see hearts all the time so many hearts during the day I don't take pictures anymore of all of them only like special ones I'm like okay you know or the heart that says no please take a picture of you I'm like okay I'll take a picture of you (laughs) um but it's a communication and that's how I have communicated um with nature with life And every time I've had any doubt, when I've seen a heart, that's a reminder for me, I'm in the right place. Um, You know, something funny, actually, just recently, um, I was feeling, you know, as I do so many people's stuff and 
I think it was this weekend, either Saturday or Sunday, and it was just weighing so heavy. And I said, okay, you know what? I forget working with everybody right now, trying to clear this off. Um, and I said, okay, what feels good in my heart? And in my heart, the only thing that felt good was just get in the car and drive. And, you know, no plans. I don't know where I'm going. I just know I need to get in the car and drive. I thought, okay, let's get in the car and drive. And as soon as I start driving, and I'm like, okay, are we going for a walk, hike? Are we going someplace? And, you know, I got this image that I just wanted something, a drink in my hand, and I want to look at, be in nature and see a beautiful skyline, you know, trees, you know, it's fall, it's beautiful, and just have that. I'm like, okay, I see the picture. Now, where am I going to get that? I'm like, okay, we either got to go get apple cider or we need to go get wine. All right, let's see what we'll find around here. And... I've been in this area a lot, you know, I always search for wineries, you know, go sit there and a lot of my favorite time is in wineries. And this winery came up, like it was five minutes from where I was and I usually go hike and I had never heard of it, never seen it. I'm like, how can this be? This place is like five minutes, I come here all the time and I know I've searched for wineries around there. Anyway go there and as soon as I parked the car I got out right when I got out of the car there was a heart right there on the ground I'm like okay we're in the right place and that was it and it was I walked in the scenery was exactly what I pictured and you know I went and got my they didn't have apple cider obviously uh, so I got a glass of wine and just went, sat there and enjoyed the scenery. And that was it. And the rest of the day and everything that happened followed with that. Now, we all come and say, well, it's a coincidence. Like, you know, I mentioned to you the trees, you know, when I'm walking, usually on hike, there's certain trees. The leaf is just going like this. Hey, hey. Now somebody can say, okay, you're nuts, there's wind, and the wind is going like that. I'm like, and you can say that. I'm not going to go argue with a person that says that. But to me, when there's only like, yes, there's wind, but there's only one leaf going like this, to me, for me, that's the tree talking to me. Or when a bird comes and sits next to me, you know, that's not like, oh, okay, I have food or that the bird, or it's a coincidence. No, it's uh, the bird came there for a reason. And I exchanged those messages. I even will go further. And I've, everybody's heard this. I talk to furniture pieces because everything has energy. And um, just to share my last funny story uh, is that, you know, I, gifted a friend a blanket and, and I know you've heard this story or other people might have too I don't know I've set, shared this story it's my favorite story it's a, good story. it's a blanket and I gave him this blanket and later when I went to see him I opened the door and I couldn't see anything where the blanket was happening but all I could hear was like ask him where he put me ask him why don't you ask him where he put me and I'm like and I asked him like do you know that blanket I gave you? Where did you put it? And it's one of those throw blankets that you're supposed to put on the couch or something. And he's like, why? I'm like, 
well, can you just tell me where it is? It's like, well, I put it under the couch, behind the couch. So, you know, right now, I'm, you know, painting and everything, didn't want it to get dirty. I'm like, can you please go remove it and put it someplace nice? You know, put it on your bed, wherever you want. Just, it doesn't like being there. Now, somebody could say, okay, you're crazy, but that's the end. That's how I move things around my house. If you want, feng shui, yes, they go with what's right. But the way I do that is the energy of the furniture that sort of you get a feel for what is ready to leave, what wants to stay in your home, how, where it wants to be in your home. That's how I decorate my house and move things around or get rid of things even. Yeah. So choosing to see magic has been really a choice. I don't look at it as coincidence. I don't say, hey, okay, I'm crazy. And I, you know, people can think whatever they want. Yeah, maybe some people think I'm crazy. Okay, but I'm still having fun. Who cares? So your and thoughts. I, think, I was gonna say, I think that's like the most important thing, what you just said, is that it's really, I think we get told, we might, or at least I got the message that when you do things that just make you happy or make you feel good, you're somehow being irresponsible. There's like mm -hmm. this idea that like, no, life is supposed to be hard work and serious. And like, you can't like having those sort of conversations with deer. Like, yeah, like I talk to animals, I'll drive by animals and be like, oh my God, hi, I yeah. love you, you know? <laughs> and they'll look at me like that girl is nuts. And I'm like, yes, I am, but it's okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I completely understand that like, it's just, but that moment of joy that I get from just being able to like express my love towards whatever it is, whether like, yes, the tree leaf waving thing, totally experienced that where I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, back at it yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, and that the other thing I think beyond just, um, this idea that somehow we've taken it on as being irresponsible or I suppose childish, right? Yeah. Um, my husband does call me the world's biggest five-year-old. Um, I feel like for a long time I'd stop being that way, but now I'm like, oh yeah, that's why. <laughs> this is why. But there is this sort of derogatory-ish idea around it, right? That somehow being childlike means you're immature or, you know, um, and I love, oh, go ahead, go on. No, no, I was, I was, you're right on point. And I love what you're saying because it's very important. Maybe I should bring this up in the parenting one too. It's very important because that's been a conversation that I've had to have with my son that you can be, I'm asking you to be mature. I'm asking you, you got to get mature at some point, but being mature doesn't mean you got to lose the fun and the childish stuff. There is a balance between those two. You can be both. And I say, it's like, look at me. I do silly things all the time. You and I together, we have silly things. I'm not doing that because, oh, you're my kid and I'm supposed to be silly. I just like being silly. Yeah. And, you know, when I need to be mature and I need to do things, I get things done. So it's not one way or another. And it's, life is not supposed to be serious it's more supposed to be 
I'm taking responsibility and ownership of my life. That's the mature thing. And in that, I'm going to let my heart be light. I'm going to let my heart shine. I'm going to let it be silly. I'm going to let it have fun. And I'm going to let that kid inside of me come out whenever it's possible. And that's, I mean, that those moments of joy, I think, are what make life worth living. <laughs> you know, why else, like, why else would we want to be here if everything that we had to experience was all heavy all the time? Like, that does not sound like that much fun to me. Um, I was going to say, actually, it reminds me of this Tom Petty lyric. I love Tom Petty. He um, One of the lines in his songs is, some people um, grow young, some people grow cold. Mm. And I love that. I'm like, yes, I want to grow beautiful. young. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, that's the point of, um, it's funny, people, adults, work so hard at not getting old. Mm. We work hard at, for our skin not to age, for our body not to age, for our hair not to get gray. Actually, gray now is in. <laughs> That's true. Yes. <laughs> you can even dye it that color. Well, it's funny. When I started letting my hair, you know, the gray come out, everybody told me, everybody, I'm telling you, everybody commented on how I should not let my gray come out and it's going to look bad. And I said, you know what? No, I don't care how it looks to others. I'm just going to let it come out. And now like all the gray came out, everybody gives me, it's like, oh, it's so nice. And all those people now are letting their the gray come out. So it's funny. Well, that's good. But we fight this aging process so much. And the easiest answer that we're not letting in our life is that let that young part of your heart, that young silly part come out. That's the way you're going to stay young. Um, I forgot her name, the golden girl that passed away. Well, all of them have oh, passed away Betty now. White. Betty White. That was her thing. She always gave yes. that message. The reason that I'm staying this young and I look good and I do all these things is because I get to have fun. I get to be silly. And she brought that kid out in her all the time. She is absolutely one of my favorite role models. Yes. And that is exactly why. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think if we let um, the worry of what others are going to think, uh, you know, you were uh, at our gathering recently and, you know, we had one of the people, actually a couple of people mentioned it's hard when you want to go for a walk and you're like, you know, he was saying he followed the squirrel and he went and gave the tree a hug and he's like, okay, I hope nobody's watching me. And that was his first time doing yeah. these things. You know, for me, yeah, it's normal. It's like, okay, whoever's watching me, it's okay. Maybe they'll come and join me in hugging the tree. But for a lot of people, they want that desire and it makes them feel good to do it. They're called to do it. But out of fear of, okay, somebody's going to walk by and say, like, um, what are you doing? It was such a weirdo. And, um, you know, how do we get people, you know, more people to choose to see this magic and connect to it? That, the more important is connecting to this unseen energy, unseen realm that brings so much love and joy to your heart. Mm -hmm. How do we get more people to choose this? 
Because imagine if more people choose it, then, you know, you're not going to look like silly or the weird one hugging the tree. The one that's not, everybody's like, why aren't you hugging the tree right now? (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be wonderful if that was our norms? Like we're looking at the other people. It's like, you know, come join us, you know, hug the tree. Look, we're all hugging the tree. You can come too. That would be awesome. Um, Man, I had a thought and I think it slipped by me. Um, just hugging trees. Oh, I, no, no. <laughs> it was this idea of like bringing other people along, but that's the thing. Yeah. The way that we get more people to do it, we make the choice Enjoy. to do it ourselves. Yes. Right. Exactly. And so everybody around you it shifts along with you. Like I've been very impressed <laughs> with how much um, like my parents and my husband, or I should say my dad, I guess, and my um, husband and my friends, I feel like there's been language that they picked up, like particularly my husband, like he sort of communicates about things in a slightly different way, mm-hmm. um, which I think is awesome. And that we're beginning to even see things a little more closely aligned than we had before, um, that I'd be seeing something super magical. He'd be seeing something super not. And then we would, I would kind of be fighting to try and get him to see it. Right. And so it would cause this sort of little bit of tension. Um, and then when I gave that up, when I was like, okay, it doesn't matter. You do you. <laughs> doesn't matter. Exactly. You can see what I can see. Right. Um, which I think is a hard place to get to, to be perfectly honest, especially with a partner, right. Somebody mm-hmm. that you're living with. Um, but getting to that moment where you say, okay, you see it the way you see it. I see it the way I see it. I'm not going to let the way you feel about it, good or bad, right. Whether you see it or not that I can't let that influence the way I'm going to choose to experience what I'm experiencing. And that's also, I think boils down to developing a trust of your own intuition, your own knowing, like, I think we all have things like, I know for you, you also have numbers, right? Mm -hmm. I know for me, it's a lot about like the wildlife that I see um, on my drives or like what I feel like is following me kind of throughout the day, like the crows, you know, have been really talkative lately. Um, And also honestly, just, I remember as a kid feeling like, golly, sometimes when I need a hug, that sun randomly will shine on me and give me, you know, make me feel warm and happy. And I used to feel like I kind of like the weather was sort of responsive to my emotional state. So I see it a little differently now, more like my lens that I'm looking through influences how I am experiencing the weather. (laughs) And that once I kind of was able to see that a little bit easier, that when I was having a day or am, I mean, I'm right. I'm still working really hard (laughs) to try to sort of clear everything and just let myself experience what I'm experiencing without resistance, which is not always easy. Um, But that I started to be able to kind of be like, oh, wow, I have kind of, you know, everything looks a little gray today. Let me see if I can kind of relax and have a little fun and see if I can get out of that perspective. And I feel like the more you practice doing that and practice just being aware of what lenses you're looking through, of what choices you are seeing or sometimes not seeing, right? We have a choice Mm -hmm. to do things that we don't even recognize half the time. That the more I do that, the more I practice it, it's like 
I will not say that my life has been any less hectic or any less difficult or challenging, but I don't see it as much as difficult and challenging. I see it now as I'm getting better at going with the flow. I'm getting better at being able to just accept what I feel. I'm being better about being able to see all of the choices in front of me and then feel like I have, it's a little easier to find something that feels good in the moment, which again, the easy part, I think that Mm -hmm. feeling easy in the moment, feeling good in the moment is something else we're kind of trained out of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. feel hard. If it's not hard work, it's not worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, but I do, but it really does date moment to moment, day to day, change your life. And it helps change the lives of those around you. Yeah. Beautifully. That was a lot. By the way. No, no. Beautifully. Actually, it covered so many things. I want to pinpoint some of the things he said. The ripple effect. I love that. Yes. Um, That's why I do the work I do. And I do these shows mainly for that because my goal is that the more people I touch and they're going to, in fact, touch the people in their lives, their family, their friends, and this is going to get bigger and bigger. So that ripple effect definitely is something that does shift the universe, does shift the world. And, you know, everybody says, but, you know, how am I, me feeling good? They do it actually the opposite is that, well, I shouldn't feel good because all these things are happening in the world. Mm. And I always say, if you want to shift that, if you want to change that, you got to go inside, change yourself. And if you get to send that love and joy and peace out, that ripple effect is going to get to those parts of the world as well. So ripple effect, definitely. The other part um, that you mentioned was the uh, lens and also going with the flow. So the lens one, I have a funny story to share with that. I always have stories. Um, so I was I went for a hike with a friend and we came to a place that there was a pathway and this was during COVID still. So we stepped back to let this couple go by. And um, I looked up and I smiled and I said hello because I thought the guy had smiled back and said hi. So I smiled back and said hello. And when they left and we started walking, my friend said, you know, started laughing. I'm like, what are you laughing at? He's like, you. I'm like, what about me? What happened? He's like, well, it was like you're in your own world. The guy was working so hard not to make contact with you and not like be in his own world. And yet you're like, hi. I said, what are you talking about? He is the one that said hi to me first, and I said hi back. It's like, no, that's not the way it happened. And right there, to me, it was like, I have created my own world where, and it can be, like two people can be in the same place and experience things totally different. And that goes back to the lens you were talking about. Totally different. My lens was that, what a nice couple. They're walking by and they looked up and the guy said hi. And I said hi back and smiled back. And in his world, because he was, I'm assuming, or I'm making the comment that he was in a grumpy place and did not want to talk to anybody, that they came by and they just like, you know, ignored and wanted to ignore as well. But 
from where we were at, we experienced the same instant, totally different. Mm. And yeah. now who's to say who's right, who's wrong? Good point. And when you let things flow and you go from that heart space that you were mentioning and trust that heart space is like that story I mentioned earlier. I just moved. It's a natural flow. I feel that urge to move. It's like when you're walking, you don't tell your body, okay, body, put your left foot, now right foot, and the hand goes like this. No, it's a natural flow that comes. That same natural flow is always moving you. We just sometimes want to know the end result. Like imagine that day if I said, no, I need to have a plan before I get in my car and go. Rather than no, the flow is telling me get in the car and I'm going to follow that flow and worry about the rest of it later. Yeah. Yes. And I will say that's, again, I think I just want to bring it back, I guess, to the word practice, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. it's like that practice of being willing to do what it is you want to do in the moment. And it's, I mean, it is a form of spontaneity, right? Mm -hmm. Allowing instinct and desire to just take over and do what you want to do in that moment. Um, and I, one of the ways I feel like early on, that was the easiest for me to kind of accept that um, I drive because I drive a lot for my job. So one of the things I've been working on in particular is when I miss an exit or I can't get over, I'm like, okay, well, let's see where this is taking me today. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, I have to get to work and I have to do blah, blah, yeah. blah. And invariably there'll be at least one really interesting thing I'll see or I'll have a moment with the sun or the trees or the birds. Like, right, you'll get that moment. Um, or sometimes, honestly, I think it's like, it's, it's just saying, give yourself a few more minutes to jam out to your music and just be in your own space. And sometimes it's just giving you time to do, to just exist in that space. Um, but, you know, I think, again, it's like our instinct is to be more concerned about whatever we wanted, we thought we were going to do in that moment or whatever we think the plan should be. And it's something you said, you say all the time, which is letting go of expectations and the thing is, if you think about that all the way from the macro to the, the macro to the micro, that that is most of what causes us stress during the day, right? Is that we have a yeah. certain idea of how that day is supposed to go. And when our plan gets changed, we freak out about it. And it's like the more you can let that go, I think also it leads to this perspective change and this more, you know, um, finding more joy throughout the day. And the thing is, once you've started to experience it on a daily basis, you go, why would I live any other way? Exactly. <laughs> why? It's not fun. Everybody, I have had Sarah cross over to my world. <laughs> Ooh, the evil laugh. Yes. <laughs> because that's exactly what I always say is that you know, I am not willing to live my life any different than I do now because I do experience all that stuff. And what you were mentioning with the car and drive and expectations, perfect. I'll just let it go. You know, if my 
schedule changes, I'm not sitting here worried about, oh, why is this changing or what's happening right now? Or how does this affect my, you know, income and all those things? I'm like, it's happening for a reason. Let me go see, you know, I'll figure out why. And like you said, if something changes in my schedule, it's either because somebody else needs me uh, or I just need to really chill and relax and, you know, I need time. And universe said, you know what, you're not <laughs> watching out for yourself. So we're just going to empty your schedule a little bit because you need the break. And every time that has happened, I'm like, you're right. Thank you. I did yes. need a break. Yes. And I don't fight it. And, but again, you, one other key point that you mentioned is practice. I didn't get up one day and say, Oh, you know, I'm, you know, I was there and then I ended up here. It was practice. Universe is always giving you practice opportunities, do-overs, and it's getting that practice and habit of I'm choosing to see magic. I'm choosing to trust. I'm choosing to trust my intuition, my guidance, my instincts. I'm choosing to trust the universe and the flow of life. All of those has been a choice. Does that mean that fear didn't come? No, fear was there. And I have chosen to say, even with the fear here, come over fear, let me give you a hug. Now we're going to choose to trust. Let's trust. So, and the fears, to be honest, have either gone away or they're not very active anymore in my life. Yeah. So I'm not choice, there yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> you're not there. You think you're not? You're the, you. You've gotten a lot of it packed away. But there's some key fears um, that takes time. Yeah, it's not an overnight thing. Just imagine, because fear is one of those things too that it's not just you know, especially if you're the type of person like us that you're feeling everybody's feelings around you one of the main emotions out there that is at the core of everything is fear. And, uh, you know, even when you release yourself and you don't have that fear, there is so much fear out there that you're going to feel it. But again, it's that choice that even with this present, well, I still have a choice. Yes. Perfect. Mwah. <laughs> Mwah. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Magical Curiosities. And if you guys have topics you want us to cover, please go ahead, put it in the comments, text me, email me. Love to hear from you. Or if you just want to share whatever it is that you want to share, go ahead and comment or text me love you guys wishing you all a beautiful day go choose magic today yes yay bye, bye.